Agua. <laughs> That's my my quarantine. Bep, bep, bep. <laughs> uh, I'm coming to you live from the bunker, from the freaking corona-free bunker. It's just me. Benton is not here because we're going to try to honor this 14-day rule. Benton has uh, a pre-existing condition. My Pooh Bear has asthma, and I'm not going to let him get corona. God forbid someone be carrying it in my circle <laughs> of monsters. Um, anyway, so yeah, he's going to stay home for a while. So I'm just doing this myself, willy-nilly. Look at me. Look at me just doing the damn thing on my own. I think this is, there's like a 48% chance that this is actually recording. Um, and I've been in my house alone for a couple days and I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's getting weird. It's getting very weird. I'm doing weird things. Uh, I haven't washed my hair in about six days. I look like Joe Dirt. Uh, I have a full on mullet. Um, at this point, Theo Vaughn could sue me for plagiarism. That's how mullety my hair is. Um, oh, I'm getting a text right now from my producers telling me how to do this, but I think I did already, didn't I? Hold on. Let me see if I can turn these headphones on. Hold on. Hold on. Stay there. Flip switch on the bottom right. Flip the switch. Whatever. I'm going to do this without headphones. You know what? Fuck it. We don't need headphones. He keeps telling me how to turn on the headphones. I don't know how very, the okay, the little box under the box you press record on, the very bottom box on the ground. Stop saying box, everyone. Flip that box switch. Jesus, thanks, Benton. That's right. Okay, everyone's trying to help me. <laughs> everyone's trying to help me do this podcast. Okay, hold on. Um, oh, that. This box. Switch on. Oh, look, I did it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't need anybody. See, I'm an independent woman that can turn on switches on boxes all by myself. Look at this. Does this work? Hello. Woo! I did it. My headphones work now. I don't need anyone. All the women independent. Throw your hands up. It's really hard to be like joyful and singy right now, isn't it? I also have a terrible voice, so that's part of the reason I bailed on that. But look at me. I'm alone in my home. In my podcast studio, there's one, two, three, four, five, six empty chairs staring at me. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> you guys, this is so weird. It's a weird time, but I'm not going to stop doing podcasts. I'm going to do as many bonus episodes as I can. Seems like a lot of you guys out there are bored. Maybe you need an excuse to escape your family or children. Um, and I'm happy to be that for you. I'm happy to be the reason you... Say, I got to go for a walk. Got to catch the latest ep of Wits Pod. Can't fight with you about that right now. Sorry. I know we're out of toilet paper. Use this leaf. Now I'm going to go for a walk and listen to Whitney. Try to turn on her podcast equipment. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's weird. Weird things are happening. I mean, this changes you. Being in alone in your home or what, wherever you live. I mean, it, a lot of people aren't alone necessarily. People have families. I always forget that. Not everyone is as lonely as I. But weird things start to happen, you know, as our brains go into hibernation. When we don't have our routine, you know, or, or oxygen <laughs> or sunshine, we start to go a little crazy, you know? I'm full Jack Nicholson in The Shining at this point. I get it. I get it. Thank God I don't have an ax. God knows what I'd be doing. Thank God there's no snow here either. That's probably helping. But I'm finding myself just doing weird shit. Like I'm having very weird uh, cravings, <laughs> like food cravings, like the way pregnant women do. And trust me, I'm not pregnant. Trust me, I know that. Um, but I've been craving a lot of tomatoes and bread. Like just t I've been toasting bread and just putting tomatoes on it. Isn't that weird? It's like, it, well, it's also the only food I have. <laughs> I'm craving the only food I have left. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I'm just eating the last rations I have. I'm craving the two foods I have left. <laughs> I think this is just called starvation. I think I'm just going into full survival mode. But I've been putting 
just tomatoes, like I'll just fry them up with some olive oil and put them on toasted bread. It's actually pretty delicious. And I have a theory about it because I never, I've never had, that's not a food. I mean, it's like almost pizza, right? It's halfway to pizza, tomatoes on bread. I guess that's a margarita pizza, isn't it? Oh no, margarita pizza is cheese without sauce. But it is, it is pretty wild time. You know, you know, it's the apocalypse when people in LA are eating bread. That's how bad it is. That's when you know there's a pandemic. <laughs> a bon pandemic is what they should call that restaurant now. I mean, you know we're in a pandemic when people in L.A. are not going to the gym and they're not eating carbs. <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> so it's called rock bottom. But I do think there's something to be said for in a time of crisis where our pattern recognition shows up. And I was thinking about it because I've been reading a lot about my ancestry stuff, you guys know this. I did that whole, uh, we did that whole episode on epigenetics and family constellation and stuff. If you haven't heard it, you probably got some time on your hands. Now's time to go back to it. I think it might have been the, oh, was it the Fred Armisen episode? No, you guys don't want to hear me brainstorm. Uh, Kate Upton, maybe? I don't know, but one of them. Uh, we talked about family constellation, and, and my therapist also talks a lot about how we have this thing called pattern recognition. And when we go in a time of crisis, we lean towards a pattern that made us feel safe as children. And I cannot help but think, or that our, our ancestors and ancestors uh, felt safe. Uh, I had ancestors in coal mines in West Virginia, and a, their kind of main food famously was something called a pepperoni roll. This is the kind of stuff we're gonna talk about in quarantine, you guys. So just buckle up, get down, Ask Jeeves, go to Google, look up pepperoni roll. The Italians brought it over um, and it was a pepperoni baked into bread. And because it's it could stay, you could bring it down into the coal mines and it wouldn't like go rotten or whatever. Um, but maybe that's what I'm subconsciously doing. Like it's not pepperoni, it's tomatoes, but it's like a little red slices on a piece of bread. Maybe this is my ancestry sort of coming out like a marionette doll operator. Is there anything to that, Fenton? Hmm, Fenton's awfully quiet today. <laughs> See, this is normally a time where Benton would tell me that I'm crazy or make a joke or be like, I'm that beach. Or like, <laughs> what if I just started crying? <laughs> I miss Benton so much. <laughs> anyway, I was working on that theory as I sit here alone in my house. I think there's something to it. Like, what are the pattern recognitions? Like, I accidentally bought a house that had the exact same backyard as the one uh, I grew up going to visit in the summers. And uh, I showed it to my therapist, like the picture. And then this one, she goes, oh yeah, that's pattern recognition. Your brain went, this is safe. Interesting. At a time where we're all sort of feeling a lot of fear, it's interesting the patterns that we gravitate to. Just saying. Now let's get back to comedy. Um, it's a wild time. I would also like to make a little apology. I remember the beginning of the podcast episodes, I was apologizing for saying like so much. I was apologizing for saying wild so much. I was apologizing for this, doing that with my mouth, because I truly think that's the most disgusting thing ever when people do that shit. I don't want to hear any saliva movements in your mouth, ever. Don't eat a banana in front of me. Don't put your finger in your mouth to get that piece of food in the back and then and then lick it off. Truly, that is the most, honestly, that's the one upside of this whole nightmare is that I don't have to watch anyone eat. Um, oh, I just did it. Sorry. Uh, also, I'm so sorry about how ugly my shirts have been <laughs> in this show. Every time they send me a clip, I'm like, why do I look like a boy from the 70s in every clip? Why do I look like an extra in Stranger Things? Why are you guys letting me wear this? I've been wearing uh, my velour shirts that I buy on Etsy at two in the morning when I'm a little stoned and I got to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to step it up on this podcast. Okay. For some reason, I really, I gravitate towards unflattering colors in soft velour. That's what I need during these trying times. It makes me feel safe. Vintage velour. That's actually probably, that would be my stripper name if I was a stripper. And welcome to the stage. Vintage velour. No, that would mean I'm old. Fuck that name. Brand new velour. Here she is. <laughs> yeah, that could be my stripper name when push comes to shove, which it very much might. Um, I wonder what's going on in strip clubs. Are those considered essential businesses? Are they shut down? Can you imagine being a stripper right now? A stripper like going out on stage holding like a thing of Clorox wipes, wiping down the pole. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doing lap dances six feet apart. Stay there, big boy. That's about six feet. You just stay right there. <laughs> they throw money at them and then they have to disinfect it. Wow. How odd. I like the, I, I mean, look, six feet away for a lap dance. That's probably how it always should have been. Honestly, there's a couple things with all these new rules that I feel like could stay. Six feet apart. I feel like we can all be six feet apart all the time. I like that. Like, I feel like this is a thing when all of this is over and everyone survives and we find a vaccine and we find a cure. We can be like, hey, remember that six feet rule? That could stay because I smell your halitosis from here. We've all been wait. Remember that thing where we like didn't hug and we just hit elbows? Let's let's lock that that. Let's keep that one. That was something good that came out of this. I can see the weird little white funk in the corner of your mouth. I'm going to stay over here. Thanks. I don't know how the Olympics isn't canceled. That's so, it's, I mean, I know there's so much money involved in jobs. I know you guys are going to yell at me about that. But like, I mean, I guess now Canada and Australia have both said, we're not coming. We're boycotting. Um, we can't. The Olympics can't. No, we all canceled. We've all canceled our tours. Music, comedy, Every comedian I know is sitting in their house, going crazy, in pajamas. I, they don't get to do this. No, we cannot have our greatest, finest skilled athletes go into a two-week orgy right now. Because that's all they do, by the way. All they do is go over there and fuck. I'm just, I'm just telling you. You can't have orgies six feet apart. An orgy six feet apart, that's called an interpretive dance. And no one wants that. No one signed up for that. <laughs> and the sex part aside, okay, Sports is basically just a bunch of people exhaling for a couple hours. That's what they do. It's a bunch of people just breathing all over each other. That's what sports is. It can't happen. It's too much breathing. It would really piss me off if sports came back before comedy. That's not fair. Because at least we're making people laugh. You know, the Olympics is just stressing people out. Sports is very stressful. That's what they do. They create tension and they make you stress out. It's a bunch of kids who've worked their whole lives for something as their parents look on nervously, making sure all that money they spent on coaches doesn't completely go to waste. These poor parents. God, I don't think about the athletes as much as I think about these parents. They they literally have put all of their life savings into these kids. <laughs> They're flying to Japan, $20,000 in debt to watch their child get injured in front of a billion people. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. These poor parents, they drove their kids to practice every morning, 3 a.m., swim practice, you know, spent all their money on bedazzled leotards and hair bows and freaking aqua net and little, uh, what do you call those things, bobby pins. They're gluing bows on bobby pins for their children, putting pantyhose with sparkles on them on their toddlers. They spent all their money on these pervy coaches who are all in jail now. That's a lot. It's a lot to process, you know? It's, I know it's awful. Being canceled is awful. It's awful. There's a lot of loss. It's a nightmare. To put all this work, have it be canceled. I get it. I did it. We just did it. Had to cancel. I booked 18 flights. Just had to cancel 18 flights, and they'll only give you credit. Of course, they're not going to give you your money back because the air, what do you call them? Aviation companies? Airlines? Whatever. I'm forgetting, like, super basic words. <laughs> My brain is starting to atrophy. I mean, of course, they will. I mean, I have whatever. What is it? Four thousand dollars in credits. I mean, I, I feel like our credits are probably what are keeping them in business at this point. But they won't refund the money. I get it. It's hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. But the Olympics cannot go on. That would be insane. Wedgies for sure spread coronavirus, and that's basically all gymnastics is at this point. Um. You know what I've been doing that's been kind of keeping me uh, in a good mood is reading um, the next door posts <laughs> because a lot of it is really um, kind. A lot of kindness is coming out of this. A lot of, hey, anyone need me to bring you Clorox wipes? Anyone need me to bring you essentials? No one's offering toilet paper. No one's gotten that nice. Uh, everyone is still in hardcore scarcity complex and wants to make sure that their tushies are dry but i did <laughs> did you guys see the um <laughs> speaking of tushies did you guys see the sex uh guidelines that new york sent out i mean this is pretty wild hold on let me look it up this is so crazy they sent out the guidelines of 
what to do and what not to do. Hold on, I'm trying to find the New York City sex guidelines. Um, like how to have sex in New York City without spreading the virus. <laughs> it's, it's really graphic, actually. It's, uh, hold on, let me find it. I don't know why I can't find it. Um, you, the bottom line, as I find it, sex New York. Oh, this is going to fuck up my algorithm. Sex New York guidelines. Ready? Um, oh, it's really weird. The bottom line is you can't eat ass. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know who was that hungry for ass before. I'm not sure where we landed on eating ass. I don't This doesn't feel like a topic I should talk about alone because I probably need someone, you know, disagreeing with me, keeping me straight. New York City Health, sex and coronavirus. All New Yorkers should stay home and minimize contact with others to reduce the spread of COVID-19. But can you have sex? Someone asks. There's Here's tips for how to enjoy sex and avoid spreading COVID-19. You can get the virus from a person that has it. It spreads uh, to people who are six, about six. Okay, sorry, I'm going full illiterate. The virus can spread to people who are within about six feet of a person with it. The virus can spread through direct contact with saliva or mucus. Okay. COVID-19 has been found in feces of people who are infected with the virus. So are, when someone comes in and says they're infected, are they just like, and now we need some of your poop? We need to borrow some of your poop real quick? I mean, I guess that's how, I guess that's how research is done. I guess this is what doctors do. <laughs> COVID-19 has not yet been found in semen or vaginal fluid. I mean, so... Okay, that means they've been testing it. That means when someone comes in and is like, <clears throat> I have a cough, and they're like, great, here's take a test, gag on this swath, swab, whatever, gag, gag on something we're about to jam down your throat. And also, can you jerk off real quick so that we can figure out if this is in your semen? <laughs> here's a porno. Here, <laughs> Nurse Lindsay, can you come over here and shake your butt so we can have this COVID patient jerk off? Frank, quiet. Sorry, my dogs are barking as if there's anyone visiting the house. Um, the virus has not yet been found in vaginal fluid. What? This is a double-edged sword. Number one, good news. But also, when girls are coming in with it, they're just like, hey, can we have some of your vaginal fluid to test it? Oh, God. Being a doctor sounds like a nightmare. We know that other coronaviruses do not efficiently transmit through sex. Well, it depends on the kind of sex you're having. I mean, who's having sex that's not that's six feet apart? This is okay. They're saying it can't transmit through your little through your crevices or your dinger. But your face has to be you'd have to be having very weird sex if you're you were keeping your face six feet apart uh, while having sex. Oh, here we go. Here's some advice. You are your safest sex partner. <laughs> Masturbation will not spread COVID-19, especially if you wash your hands. Oh, my God. I've never even thought about whether you're supposed to wash your hands before you masturbate before. This is what you Oh, God. And any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Oh, what a way to kill a mood. Oh, imagine being like, all right, I'm bored. I'm going to grab this sex toy. Figured out something that got me in the mood. Just watched, I don't know, Love is Blind. I think Amber's hot. Hold on, I got to go wash this for 20 minutes. Well, it says 20 seconds, but I do 20 minutes just to be on the safe side. <laughs> Round up. Roll it, roll it. rolling? I... <laughs> Got me undies thongs, and they are my favorite underwear. Did I not tell you this when we were not rolling? You did tell me that. I picked the thong out, by the way. Oh, cute. Mm -hmm. I ordered that. Oh, you gave me a sassy little purple number. Well, we, remember, well, let me last time about your underwear, how that went. <laughs> I don't remember. We talked about it on here. You shamed me in front of all these people for buying you granny panties. Oh, that's right. The full butt ones. That was sickening. That was perverted of you. you. into that. Me undies. Here's the thing about thongs that people don't understand in underwear in general is that they move and they chafe and they do all. Me undies, the ones I have, they just stay right where you put them. Second skin. They don't wedge you up into your crevices i love my me undies i know no better. i'm honestly these i never buy new underwear this is my didn't i ask you to I order me more them. okay Nothing better than putting on your me undies 
your wig, <laughs> some YouTube. <laughs> this is Woman's Month, which should be every month, honestly. And it is MeUndies mission to motivate all the women around them to embrace and show up as their full, unfiltered self. MeUndies believe self-expression is so powerful and that they want to encourage all women to live that way every day. MeUndies thinks you're heroic, just as you are. Um, okay. Yeah, I Well, that's agree. good to know. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, get 15% off and free shipping. Honestly, I will give you your money back at this point. That's how confident I am that you are going to like these. Um, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Makes me feel even more comfortable offering that. <laughs> to get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Whitney. That's MeUndies.com slash Whitney. I'm wearing them right now, and my butt feels great. Rothy's is already my favorite company because in the ad copy they sent, they wrote in big red letters, no profanity. <laughs> I felt triggered. I was not planning on being profane. I love this company. Unless I was going to curse to be like, I love this company so effing much. Maybe that's what they're But not today. Not today. I'm not going to use that. I'm going to say so freaking much. Uh, I love this company. They make stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles. And they're crazy. Genius. They're, it's genius. And you got me. You picked them out for me, and yeah. I love them. Got you some high tops and some nice uh, businesswoman loafers. Well, some they were some like little flats. little flats so that I could do my Audrey Hepburn thing. I could walk in, and so people think I'm classy yeah. all of a sudden. And they're machine washable. People respect me. The fact that you could just put these in the washing machine when they're dirty, this is such a game changer. Yeah, you go from the office to see your horse, and then we wash them right up. Yeah, I can step in crap oh i get why they were worried about profanity <laughs> i was about to curse again uh i can put them in the washing machine and clean them right up i hate it when i'm wearing new shoes and i'm worried about getting them dirty oh yeah it's so annoying it's insane why did it take so long to figure this out uh they are made from again repurposed plastic water bottles rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills and you feel good about yourself conscious fashion Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Whitney. Rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash Whitney. Get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash Whitney today. Uh, the next safest partner is someone you live with. Oh, gosh, this is wild. You should avoid close contact, including sex with anyone outside your household. Yeah, no shit. Uh, if you do have sex with others, have as few partners as possible and avoid group sex. Okay, I love the way this is degenerating into really hardcore advice. And now it's like, ah, but you're probably not going to listen to us. So at least uh, just have sex with one person in a car. Don't do group sex right now. If you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from in-person dates, video dates, sexting, or chat rooms. Maybe options for you. Yeah, no shit. Rimming might spread COVID-19. Okay, we've officially heard everything. I'm putting the phone down. I can't keep reading. <laughs> I can't keep reading. This is too apocalyptic for even me. Anyway, so if you guys want to know how to fornicate during the apocalypse, that information is available to you in very graphic detail. Um, I'm not reading that anymore, but I, I, I have been enjoying the next door posts. Uh, however... Some things are making me question humanity. Like a lot of people are giving out things for free, which I think is very sweet, but it's also, it's a little fishy. I said it. Here's one. Look, hold on. I printed this out. This woman said, hi. For some reason, I feel like that's her voice. Hi. Each day I will put out free rosemary from my yard. I have a bag attached to the mailbox, so just take one from the aluminum foil. If you need more for a recipe, take two. It needs to be washed. What? I will also have a few lemons this week. I'm using gloves for the mailbox, but not washing the rosemary or lemons. Let grace replace fear. Bitch, this is the loneliest post I've ever seen in my life. We are at peak lonely. Peak lonely we got to keep facetiming each other because this is getting bleak this bitch is just putting rosemary in tinfoil and not even washing it i don't know i don't buy it why would you grow rosemary and not use it why why were you growing all this rosemary what was going on like you didn't but when you planted the rosemary there was no apocalypse there was no pandemic so how did you know you were growing 
it's ripe now, which meant you were growing it a couple months ago. What was your plan with the rosemary before this virus, lady? You always just planned on giving out rosemary willy-nilly? Why such a surplus of rosemary? Why not save it for yourself in these trying times, huh? Why are you so desperate for other people to eat your rosemary? You're not making your famous rosemary chicken anymore? Hmm? Nothing adds up with this rosemary situation. I don't know. I don't like it. I just, it seems a little too nice. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just suspicious of people who are too nice. Maybe my fight or flight is kicking in. Because people, people keep telling me I need to get four weeks worth of toilet paper and a gun. Maybe it's starting to chip away at my ability to trust people. <laughs> Although I do, I do trust a woman. I like a woman that, that grows her own spices. I like a prepper, but not when there's actually something to prep for. You know what I mean? Wait a second. Is rosemary drugs? I have no one to ask. I have no one to bounce any of these rhetorical questions off of. But it just occurred to me, is she selling drugs? <laughs> Wait. Wait. Is Rosemary? No, that's Mary Jane. Mary Jane is a, a name for cocaine, right? But it's in tinfoil. <gasps> Maybe this woman is selling crack. Because that's how you cook crack in tinfoil, right? Is this bitch dealing drugs? See, I don't, I don't have anyone. Okay, DM me. You guys let me know. I don't have anyone to tell me or Google this for me. But I do think I have a crack dealer in my neighborhood. And that actually makes me feel a little bit better. I'd way rather try it. I've never had crack. Maybe now's the time to try it. Um, there's a big share culture emerging. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm seeing. We're going back to being Amish. We're going back to a provincial hamlet where we're all sharing. Sharing our wares. Trading. It's so funny. On next door, I'm seeing all these people being like, hey, does anyone need any toothpaste? I love that it took a pandemic to remind people that you can give stuff to others. <laughs> we just remembered about that whole thing about like helping and like being nice to elderly people. I have friends that are like, okay, you know, it's this is really scary. I'm going to FaceTime my mom. I'm like, bitch, it took a pandemic for you to reach out to your elders. I did take, I have done this. I'm not anti-sharing. I, I took, I have a big lemon tree. That's not a metaphor. I have lemon trees and I brought it to my friend's house and you realize how paranoid you got. I didn't even stop. I threw them from my slowly moving car. Oh, she, she can make jam or whatever. She makes, she makes uh, marmalade. And so I just threw them. Didn't even say hi. We didn't even speak. Maybe they hit her. I don't even care. I threw lemons from my car to my friend. I hope you're uh, enjoying those. Girl, she doesn't listen to my podcast, I don't think. We're too close of friends. She doesn't want to hear me talk anymore than she already has to. She likes to pickle things. I feel like a lot of people are pickling things, you know? Uh, some kind of... It, it's so funny. I do think... Wait, I gave her lemons. I think she's making marmalade. Yeah, no, she wasn't pickling. That was someone else. But, but <laughs> she might have been using the lemons I gave her to cut up and force her child to eat on YouTube for reaction videos because those are very popular. And I'm starting to see a lot of my friends force their kids to do very weird shit on the internet in order to get some likes and make some content. I don't think she's doing that. Maybe she is pickling stuff. I don't know. I do know that a lot of good pickled items have come out of trying times. Lots of good spreads, jams, marmalades. We're going to get a lot of interesting pickled items in a couple months. Pickled watermelons. Someone pickled a watermelon and I would imagine the origin of pickled watermelons was during a trying time like this it was a very bored person that thought of that you know that was three months into a bad winter or a pandemic and someone was like I am sick and tired of spending every winter without refreshing watermelon let's find a way to be able to have watermelon in December fuck the way the earth works and seasons. Fuck photosynthesis. I want my watermelon sitting by the fire after I go sledding. Watermelon doesn't have to be a summer food, guys. Mother Nature got it wrong. I want some refreshing watermelon to go with my hot cocoa during Christmas. I'm excited to see the kind of shit we start pickling. A lot of interesting pickled shits about to be on the horizon. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, this is a funny next door. See, this is the kind of shit I'm suspicious of. People just delivering fruit to people. This guy, I'm going to not say his name. Let's call him Jim. Kumquat delivery. I have two bushels. Oh, he didn't say bushels, to be fair. Bushels would have been creepier. I have two bushes worth of kumquats that are literally bursting to be picked, and I couldn't use them all if I tried. If you haven't had them, they're like tiny sour oranges, the only citrus in the world you can eat the peel of. Tart and delicious and a great source of vitamin C. So since we're in this food insecure time, here's what I'll do. I'll make little kumquat swag bags with leftover plastic and deliver them anywhere within a few miles of my neighborhood. I'll wear gloves and just ring your doorbell and walk away if you'd like. No interaction necessary. DM me your address to receive. What? Huh? Kumquats bursting to be picked? Excuse me? In this climate, sir? Do not <laughs> Do not say bursting kumquat under any circumstances, sir. Obviously. That is inappropriate. I'm triggered. Your kumquats are bursting? Did he not proofread this post? Who? In what world? It's out of line. I don't care how rough things are right now. Stop talking about your bursting kumquats. Stop asking if people want some of your bursting kumquats. It's not right. <laughs> by the way, I, I was so distracted by kumquat, the fact that his kumquats are just bursting, that I forgot to break down the fact that he's a murderer. This is for sure a murdering man. No interaction necessary. Who says that? I'll just wear gloves and ring your doorbell. No interaction necessary. Uh, so I'll just come, find out your address, see if you're vulnerable and live alone, and then I'll leave. I'm just trying to do some research for when I murder you later under the guise of bursting kumquats. The fuck? I love it. It's such a funny idea to me that murderers... Like a murderer trying to bait his victim is like like a total psychopath trying to figure out how to be normal. And they're like, okay, oh, I need to bait some victims. Hmm, what do normal people do? Ah, how could a normal person appear completely normal to their neighbors while also casing their house? Ah, kumquats. <laughs> like a psychopath who's trying to figure out how to be normal. That's how regular people interact. I'll just bring over a bag of kumquats. That's what normal neighbors do for each other. They'll never know that I'm actually trying to get their home address and research how to murder them. Yeah, I'm going to be the kumquat killer. <laughs> Cut to the witnesses in court who were like, yeah, we thought it was weird. I mean, last time we faced with Lisa, she was eating kumquats. Those little mini oranges. We'd never seen her eat kumquats before. She said some guy dropped off kumquats with gloves on, and he said no interaction necessary. It, was, it, seemed, it seemed a little weird looking back. You know, she was eating those little mini oranges that you never need to peel. Was, we didn't even know what a kumquat was. We just, we, the, the witness even asked the jury, they're like, do you guys know what a kumquat is? Like, we've heard of kumquats, but we didn't know what it even was. We, did, we thought you had to peel it. We didn't know there was one orange you didn't have to peel. Yeah, we probably should have known when she was fully just deep-throating mini oranges. Yeah. Yeah, it all makes sense now, looking back, doesn't it? That someone had bushes of kumquats. Yeah. Yeah, the jury's like, yeah, aren't those the little tiny tangerines full of poison? Are they poisonous? We don't even know. We feel like they're the blowfish of citruses. It's like a blowfish. You never know if it's going to be delicious or if it's going to kill you. I don't know. Maybe he injected them with poison. Who knows? I don't, I don't, a lot of you are listening probably going, why are you attacking kumquats, Whitney? We love kumquats. They're delicious. That could be true. And you could be right. But I'm going to tell you something right now. In this time of uh, trickiness, that's not a word. In this time of uncertainty and insecurity, I'm not taking on new fruits. 
Mm-mm. I'm not taking on new citrus. I'm at capacity. I'm going to stick with the citruses I know. The fruits, I, I, I tried a honeydew like two years ago and it burned me, okay? That was a mistake and it really shook my faith. So I'm going to stick with the symmetrical, perfectly round fruits I currently fuck with. I don't, I don't do oblong fruits. I don't do asymmetrical fruits. I don't fuck with um, uh, star fruit. No, thank you. Too sharp. Pineapple. I don't even really do pineapple. It doesn't want us to eat it. It's, it's covered. It's the porcupine of fruits. Um, so I'm going to just stick with the tennis ball fruits that I am comfortable with. I know how to cut them. I'm not going to hurt myself. I can't take on new cutting patterns in this time of crisis. Okay. So let's just, let's just not take, let's not take a bunch of risks right now that we don't need to take. Let's just keep it simple for a couple months. Okay. Okay, I know you guys are gonna, my DMs are gonna be full of you guys yelling at me about how delicious kumquats are. Don't talk to me about bursting kumquats ever again. I'll, I'll block you. <laughs> also, speaking of bursting kumquats, the pandemic is not yielding as many dick pics as I thought it would. Mm. I'm taking a drink of water. I have not gotten a lot of dick pics. I thought that people would be more bored and be, I don't know, dressing their dicks up, putting little hats on them, smiley faces, you know, making little, I don't know, um, marzipan, dick, dollhouses. I don't know. I just, I expected more out of the, the dick pic people. You guys are disappointing me. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sneeze, uh, not sneeze. I'm going to, um, sniffle and don't worry. It's not, I'm not sick. There we go. Um, oh, here's a funny one. <laughs> That's a funny one. Applause. This is a next door, uh, post. I want to see what you guys think of it. Who else is clapping today at 2 p.m.? I'm spreading the word. Stand by an open balcony and make some noise together for our doctors, nurses, volunteers, essential workers, and everyone on the front lines keeping us safe. Spread the word and let's get as many people on board as possible. It could be so lovely. Okay, Carol. I just assume that's her name. I get that this is very sweet. I understand the sentiment behind this, but these, the, my neighborhood, we're nowhere near a hospital. What are you doing? No one needs your clapping. No one needs your rendition of Hey Mickey. Hey Mickey, hey Mickey, you're, stop it. This isn't stomp. First of all, you shouldn't be clapping. Your hands shouldn't even be touching each other as far as I'm concerned. Keep your hands six feet apart at all times. <laughs> this, I love that, Americans are trying to do what Italy is doing, like singing from their balconies and clapping. And we don't, first of all, most of us don't have balconies. This isn't Europe, okay? Europe is charming and sexy and magical. We are not. We're too suspicious for shit like this, okay? America doesn't do charm very well. We don't do public gestures of gratitude from balconies. First of all, who the fuck has a balcony? A balcony? You mean the window that I have? How rich are these people that are posting this? I have a screen window I have to grind open that's usually painted over and jammed with honey and chowder and bird shit. I don't know. I can't open half my windows. Who can open their windows? I'm going to throw my back out trying to grind that butter churn knob thing. You know, the the cotton gin or whatever it is that opens our windows. I can't do that. I can't I can't throw my back out. Not today. Not not for this. No. I can't I can't tear a hammy trying to clap with your two PM performance of river dance. I can't we can't do this, okay? Every time <laughs> Every see, this is how suspicious I am. Every time someone wants me to choreograph, like publicly singing from a balcony, I assume they're trying to create a distraction so that someone can come in the back door of my home and steal my last roll of toilet paper. You got to watch these big organized flash mobs. It could be a trick. I'm just saying. Let's all clap at 2 p.m. That reeks of a scam to me. It reeks of I need you to get to your window for like 20 minutes so I can loot your basement. Everyone look in the opposite direction of your back door for 20 minutes at 2 p.m. tomorrow. I mean, are you loco? No. 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 If you really want to help, how about 
stop going to the grocery store and breathing on each other. Stop going on hikes where you take 50 selfies and saying you're social distancing. I saw these people on a hike the other day. I was six feet apart from the person I was with, and it's right behind my house, so I didn't drive or anything. And I saw like five people taking a big selfie together. Craning your neck is not social distancing. A selfie together is not six feet apart. If you can fit in the same selfie, you're not far enough away. If the if you do the dog ear filter and the ears pop up on both of your heads, you're too close. Oh my God. Stay in. Okay? Don't clap at 2 p.m. Just stay in your house. Jump in a vat of bleach after opening a package. Stop going to the beach. Stop making sandcastles with strangers. Stop having threesomes. Stop licking bike seats, whatever you're doing. <sighs> oh, I brought up the grocery store. There's a crazy one. Hold on. Where's the one from the... Hold on. There was one, this woman at a grocery store having a complete meltdown. Oh, here it is. This is a woman on next door. I don't know what her voice is going to sound like. I assume she's super annoying. Tonight, I stopped at the market in the pouring rain. More than needing groceries, I wanted to see what was really going on inside the market walls. <laughs> it was beyond surprising. People were stocking shelves on almost every row. Well, one row. I saw a man and woman take the lid off a large plastic hot sauce jar. She put her finger in the jar and licked it. Then she took her head sideways. Oh, not took, shook. Then she shook her head sideways to motion to her guy that she didn't like the taste. He then sh took it from her and put it back on the shelf. They watched me pick it up and take it to the back. I am posting this because in light of the pandemic we are facing, we should all be very vigilant about selecting our groceries, make sure the lid has not been tampered with, packaging should be intact, drinks should have a firm cap on them, etc. Fruits and veggies should be washed thoroughly. I personally always reach for the item that's towards the back. This happened tonight at Smart and Final in Studio City, but it could happen at any market. I also would have confronted the two shoppers and made sure they were escorted out of the store. To anyone who does this and think it's fine, shame on you. <laughs> the best part of this story, sorry, I got distracted by the first sentence, is that she had to say it was pouring rain. <laughs> Tonight, I stopped off at the market in the pouring rain. Like, she has to be the victim of this story. Bitch, it's rain. Rain's everywhere. It was raining out. She needed everyone to know that through this traumatic experience, she was a little damp. I was damp when I witnessed this atrocity. I was damp and I need you all to know about it. I was rained on. My hair was frizzy. And if that wasn't horrific enough, I then saw a woman put her finger in hot sauce <laughs> while I had a droplet of water on my shirt. I got my Aldo espadrilles wet, and now this. I was already traumatized by the water that falls from the sky very frequently that makes food grow. It is the source of all life, and then, as if Mother Nature's piss wasn't bad enough, I witnessed a hot sauce crime. Uh, I was damned. Uh, I had a droplet of water on my forehead. I don't trust this story one bit. Here's what doesn't add up about this story. First of all, hot sauce doesn't come in a can. Okay? She said then she screwed the can, right? Bitch, hot sauce doesn't come in jars. You're thinking of something else. I don't I don't buy this, okay? Why, first of all, why were you close enough to this person to see her finger in the jar? First of all, that doesn't sound like six feet to me. Second of all, hot sauce people don't act like this. Anyone who really fucks with hot sauce knows what's up, okay? Hot sauce people are good people, okay? If this was like a jelly or a jam or a mayonnaise, I'd totally believe it. Mayonnaise people are crazy. They eat rotten eggs as a spread. It's a weird condiment. But hot sauce people, mm -mm, hot sauce people are cool. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think she's a liar. She also sounds like a snitch. I don't know. Maybe it was acid rain and it got in her brain. Maybe she was concussed by the, by the water droplets. 
Oh, this is a wild one. So this is a, this is parrot, lost parrot. Oh my God. What is wrong with you people? My parrot got out and flew off my porch down Fuller Avenue. I heard him, but couldn't locate him. I mean, this is very sad. If anyone sees him, please contact me. He has a band on his right foot. Okay. I, uh, I, ma'am, we, we can't, we can't right now. We can't with your bird. You have a bird. You should have kept your doors closed. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. We, we don't have time to chase your bird around right now. How is, how is anyone's bird getting out in the first place? Okay. If you have a bird, figure out how to close your door. I don't know what to tell you. You think bird people would be a little less sloppy. Okay. How, and also, you, why are you even opening your and closing your doors? You're a bird person. No one's coming over to visit you. You're a bird person. They're scared of you. No one's going to rob you because they saw you have a bird. I do think burglars show up and they see a bird and they're like, ah, never mind. This person has a bird. I'm not going to fuck with them. They love birds. Things with eyes on either side of their heads with a pointy little ice pick in their face with no real ability to attune to humans. This is not, this is, it's like a scarecrow. It works. Are birds just, I, I'm confused. Are they flying alone in people's house? Like this is where Benton would explain how birds work. I don't, I, I know a couple bird people, they've got cages. Put your bird on a leash. I don't know, but like a little, not like a dog leash, like a little piece of dental floss or whatever a bird would need. I just think right now you got to keep your birds inside. We don't have time to chase your birds, okay? I'll, I, even if I saw your bird, I wouldn't know how to catch it. Okay, if I saw your bird, your parrot, I wouldn't be like, oh, let me just get my butterfly net out of my trunk and catch this bird. It's not going to let me catch it. It's going to fly away from me. Dumb, dumb. You guys need to minimize stress on your neighbors right now. You got to keep your birds in the shoebox or whatever you put it in. And also, <laughs> she said, the, the parrot, my parrot has a band on its foot. Yeah, okay, only in L.A., do parrots wear Kabbalah bracelets? Why is your bird wearing jewelry? Well, it's to, obviously, I know, it's obviously to let you know that it's a privately owned bird. I have news for you, bird woman. That little band you put on your bird's leg is not what's going to make me know it's a person's bird. We'll know. We know a pet shop bird, okay? We know what they look like. We know the difference between a fucking pigeon and your $2,000 pet store bird. We got it, okay? We don't need you to go to Claire's and buy it a toe ring to put on its leg. Stop putting paper clips around your parrot's foot. We know. <laughs> we know what a parrot looks like. We had Fruit Loops as a kid. We know what a toucan is. We know the difference between a parrot and the shitty-ass birds outside our homes, okay? Yours is bright red and green, and ours, the shitty ones are beige, you know, due to brown color. We know. You don't need to bedazzle your parrot. We also know, because guess what? Yours talks. We know the difference between a bird, the shitty birds in our yard, and the one that comes up and is like, hello, can you help me? I'm lost. Okay, we'll know, because you taught your bird English. <laughs> I love the idea that people have lost their bird that's like neon blue and green and orange and it's like how will anyone know that that's a bird that belongs to someone because it has a it has cornrows that's why you gave it a hairstyle <laughs> oh my gosh anyway okay i have to go soon because i have to do david spade's uh live uh whatever his comedy show now see shows are back up jimmy kimmel and fallon and everyone's trying to do their shows remotely um so i have to not take a shower let's not get crazy put in some more dry shampoo um and maybe change my pajamas should i put a bra on day eight no bra Meh. we'll see um, I do want to make sure that I'm continuing with the word of the pod and the advice of the pod. So why don't we do those real quick? Um, the word of the pod this week, we can't get sloppy with our vocab, especially since a lot of y'all are out there homeschooling your kids. Now more than ever, I need to give you guys word of the pods. I mean, the dumbest people I know are homeschooling their kids right now. So we got we to gotta keep going with these word of the pods. You guys have to be able to SAT train your children. 
All right, the word of the pod this week. I chose the word nebulous. 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 It is an unclear, vague, or ill-defined. Something that is unclear, vague, or ill-defined. Like this podcast. (laughs) This podcast has been nebulous. There you go. Because nebula is something that's like vague or hazy. Like my face without makeup on is nebula. Nebula. say that something is unclear, murky, you know, instead of saying like something's confusing or vague, it's less judgy. So it's a great thing to say on your your Zoom meetings with your employees or employers or coworkers right now. You can say, hey, guys, I got that email, but the instructions were a little nebulous. Can you clarify? Oh, you got to make them feel so stupid when you say that. Make them feel so dumb. Uh, the ma- major thing I'm learning from these Zoom meetings is that pretty much everyone I work with has a piece of wood on the wall with an inspirational quote on it. That's a lot. Anyway, back to the word nebulous. Uh, say it. It's a good word. These, this, you can say the what's going on with uh, Corona right now. It's nebulous. It is. We don't know exactly who it's affecting. We don't know who it's nebulous. It's nebulous right now. Whether it's something young people can get that's the research is nebulous god you'll sound so smart when you're yelling that from six feet away (laughs) advice of the pod well advice of the pod stand six feet apart wash your goddamn hands that's gonna be the advice of the pod for the next year is my guess but here's what the advice the pod i was gonna throw out since there's a lot of people who are at home with their family members cooped up the people they don't like quite frankly A lot of people are in relationships they probably would have gotten out of if it wasn't for this shelter in place thing. So here is my advice to the pod. Quote, the only way to win is to not play. It's a good one. It's a really good one, isn't it? Don't take the bait. Don't engage in that argument. Because right now, I mean, there's a lot of, whoo, cooped up with somebody. Everything becomes a thing. Everything's something. Everything's loaded. Someone slams the door. What was that? Why are you slamming the door? Are you mad? Are you mad? What are you thinking? I mean, that's uh, that's what I imagine a lot of these sheltering places look like. Well, what was that? Oh, you're going to watch the Tiger King without me? So you, you started it? Now I have to start it out. Well, so I have to wait for you to finish it? Well, okay. Well, you don't want to watch it together? Okay. Well, uh, fine. No. Okay. How many shits are you taking? How come there's no toilet paper left? Maybe if you stop eating all the food, you'd stop shitting so much and we'd have some toilet paper. In the pandemic. Oh, does this sound familiar to anyone? Just don't play. Don't play. You're flushing the wipes. You know that's causing it, this causing plumbing to explode. You can't flush Clorox wipes. Are you insane? You have to put them in the trash. Okay, yeah. And then you'll have to take the trash out for once in your life. <sighs> don't play. Don't do what I'm doing. Don't do what I'm doing. I'm doing it so you don't have to. Look, a lot of what this podcast has become is me publicly shaming people so you don't have to. So here's what I think. If you feel the need to get in a fight with your loved one or not so loved one or the person that you you love but you're not in love with them, tell them to listen to my podcast. Text me what the problem is. Maybe this is what I'll do. Text me what your problem is. I'll yell at the person on the podcast without naming them, of course. And let them know. That's a lot of what I do, you know? I'll go on a rant about you can't flush Clorox wipes. It's a disaster. And then instead of you saying, hey, bitch, don't flush Clorox wipes, you can go, hey, oh my God, this is so weird. I heard Whitney's podcast the other day. She was saying you can't flush Clorox wipes. I th- Did you hear that? You should hear it. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know, but I think she said you can't. Do you want to listen to it? And then they listen to it, and then I get to be the bad guy, which I'm more than happy to be. Billie Eilish wrote that song about me. I'm a bad guy. So you don't have to be the bad guy. Let me be the bad guy. Okay? Say what you mean, mean what you say. Don't say it mean. Blame Whitney. That's, that's, that needs to be your motto for this whole quarantine. Hey, did you hear that Whitney said that you can't... Um, do that. Whatever you're doing, Whitney said you can't do it. 
that like um she said that you shouldn't be texting with your exes uh did you hear her talk about that whole thing like you shouldn't just like reach out to your ex during this time and check on them obviously since you're been in a relationship for a couple of years. I, I know you're bored, but she said that that would be a crazy thing to do. And that if you do shit like that, I can kill you in your sleep legally. So, so I don't know. She said it. I didn't say it. I don't know. She seems like she knows some shit. Do that. Let's take that approach. You know, I'll do your, let me do your dirty work. I'm happy to. Um, Oh, the thing I learned this week. Oh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, but I think it's important that everybody knows because I'm not trying to do what I told you so. Not that kind of person. Me? Keep score? Me? Wanting to be right? Never. Mm. The thing I learned this week, which we all knew, but it seems like this virus not only came from a bat, it came from a pangolin which probably passed it to a bat. And if you don't know what a pangolin is, please look it up. It's the most trafficked animal in the world. There was a great Vox video piece on it about how exotic animal trafficking was the cause of this virus. Now, I know you've heard me yelling about exotic animal trafficking for years, saying it's not only bad for animals, it's also bad for humans. So let's stop trafficking exotic animals selfishly, not just to help the animals. You don't even have to be an animal rights person to do this. Let's stop doing it because people are dying. Humans are dying because we can't stop eating weird animals. I don't know if you know what a pangolin is. It's like a little tiny, mini, um, prehistoric looking tiny polar bear with scales, you know, and they're sold at those Chinese wet markets. And they think a bat's blood basically freaking bled on. Ugh, I don't even want to get so gross. Um so let's zoom out. Why are we eating adorable tiny mini dinosaurs, guys? Let's level up. Stop eating bats. Stop eating mini dinosaurs. SARS came from a bat. We all know that. Stop eating bats. Okay? They're tiny vampires. Why do we, why do we need to eat tiny vampires anyway? My agenda aside, let's stop doing this. Not mean? Uh, yeah, so I would watch that if I were you because I learned a lot from that. Um, oh, another thing I've learned um, is that a lot of my coworkers have framed photos of themselves on their desk at home. Isn't that interesting? I don't, is that, is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. It's just funny when you do a FaceTime with someone for work and then you see all the photos in the background of them, like shit-faced on vacation like in a tiny, teeny bikini, just alone, like lying on the beach. And you're like, mm, I signed up to have a work meeting with you. Why am I looking at your camel toe? Why do you have framed sexy photos of yourself on your mantle? This is weird. Now I'm uncomfortable. Um, okay, this has gone on for too long. Um, I hope this was, I mean, not too nebulous. You guys can text me, 818-239-7527. Uh, in terms of the tour, a lot of people are asking, I know about as much as you do right now. Um, my goal is that, uh, well, I have a call today at 2.30 about this, so I hope we will have rescheduled dates soon. You guys will know the second I know. Um, safety for everyone comes first. I got a lot of texts and messages that some people are immunocompromised, have older family members that live with them. So I don't want anyone to have to miss the show because of something like that. Um, we don't know. It's changing every day. This is scary. Uh, I think the ethical thing to do right now is to stay home and avoid crowds. Uh, and that might just be a legal mandate for a while as well. But I'm going to do as many podcasts as I can. I've been posting as much as I can on Instagram Live. You know, I don't like it, but I'm going to try. Um, uh, I'm going to maybe do the next solo pod. I'm going to figure out how to use Skype and get Benton in. So we'll do like a Q&A thing. So send us your questions, your comments, suggestions. I need them. Um, I love you guys. It seems like... Um, <sighs> it seems like you guys are staying strong and positive. Um, and, uh, I really appreciate the messages. I have a lot of time to check DMS, uh, send me your book suggestions, send me your 
pictures of your dogs and what you're doing during quarantine. Uh, send me weird next door um, posts. I can read some of those. Um, and uh, enjoy your kumquats. <laughs> Uh, love you guys oh, sh- maybe that's what we should call the fans of the show the kumquats <laughs> the good for you kumquats <laughs>